Nashville to St. Louis with KC Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Brad Paisley's good deeds are going international. Brad Paisley has been named an ambassador for the United 24 platform to support Rebuild Ukraine. Wow. So essentially that nonprofit was launched by the president of Ukraine, President Zelensky, and United 24 is there to collect charitable donations that can help rebuild and restore homes damaged by, obviously, the ongoing Russia and Ukrainian war. What's Brad Paisley doing with that? Like, out of all people in the world, Brad Paisley has been chosen as one of these guys to help well, out. I, th- I think it's mostly because he's, like, the face of charitable organizations when it comes to the country community. And the, the country community has such vast fans across yeah. all of the United States and like everybody loves Brad Paisley. He doesn't have any um scandals or anything <laughs> against him, you know? Man, what would a scandal from Brad Paisley look like? But it does kind of seem random cuz you're like, what Brad Paisley? But he's actually had a lot to do with Ukraine over the past couple years and um especially ever since this war started. Yeah. So President Zelensky's goal is to reach out to as many celebrities as possible, celebrities who have money and who have fans so that they can gather as much as they can to rebuild some of the homes and places where Ukrainians can go to feel safe again. Gotcha. Yeah, I forget he's got that grocery store there. It's called The Store in Nashville. Where Where you can just like go in and grab stuff. People who need, who are in need, uh, I'm sure you have to qualify for it or whatever, but you can just go in and get whatever you want. Yeah. And him and his wife started that years ago. They've got some other things too that are slipping my mind at the moment, but I know they're constantly on a charitable journey. Like they are really, you don't see them much in their like personal lives. They're not really posting a lot on social media. They're not all with the glitz and glam because they really are putting their foreheads to like the God's work of it all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brad Paisley told the Ukrainian, were you about to say something? Nope. He told the Ukrainian president, I'm not alone in wanting to help Ukraine, but a lot of people in America like me haven't been sure of where to begin. I count myself very lucky to have been given a platform that can allow me to do this. As an American, I see how similar we are, how we share so many common values, and all the brave people in Ukraine. I'm focusing my efforts on helping them rebuild and return to some homes. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough because I feel like that, was, uh, that war was at the forefront of the media in the beginning and it's just kind of it's fizzled fizzled out the coverage of it at least it's still happening obviously right like i feel like (laughs) it's easy for us to forget about so i'm glad that brad paisley is someone who can bring it back to light yeah agreed and um hopefully keep doing some good stuff and rebuilding houses and i'm thankful as a person of the country music community like a fan that we have people like brad paisley and travis tritt and the ones that put the glitz and the money aside put it towards some charity. Yeah, yeah. Remy and Casey. If you want to be entertained for a little bit, go find Parmalee on TikTok. It's it's pretty awesome. Because the way that they promote their songs is that they do the same thing over and over again, but in different locations. He'll be lip syncing it. He'll be like, take my hand. And he'll reach out his hand and he'll walk towards the camera and he'll sing the song and he's in the desert. And then you swipe up and he's on a beach and you swipe up and he's in St. Louis and you swipe up and he's in Nashville. Take my, take my, take my, take my hand. (laughs) It's actually very entertaining. Just like they are whenever they're on stage. We we just talked to Matt from Parmalee, was that yesterday? Uh, And he's talking about a whole new mashup of songs that they do in the middle of their set. Of course, all the the songs that you really like anyway. Uh, 
but Shane Prophet's going to be there this Friday as well. And he's awesome. He's quite a rising star. Yeah. Like and, you and might not have recognized his name just yet, but even if you look him up before you go to the show, you're going to love his stuff. Yeah. So Jingle Fest kind of is for the artists that are going to pop off like this year. Hot Country Nights might be in the next year and a half or so, but you're going to say, I saw that guy at Ballpark Village when he was playing for Parm or when he was opening for Parmalee yeah. on this tiny little stage. And now... He's huge. So Parmalee is playing Friday night, Ballpark Village. Of course, we've got Joe Nichols and Matt Stell, Midland, Drake Milligan, Nico Moon, Dylan Schneider, Priscilla Block, Kylie Morgan, and Jared Neiman and Megan Maroney to wrap up Hot Country Nights. But man, so many shows. Yeah. So many shows. I'm actually really excited for the Jared Neiman, Megan Maroney show because I want to see what else she's got. Megan. What else she's got besides Tennessee Orange? Besides yeah. that Rass? Besides, yeah. I just besides that Morgan Wallen hoodie I, on, probably. I, I think one of the most exciting parts about uh, Hot Country Nights for me is seeing, like I've seen a lot of these people before. I haven't seen a lot of these openers. Yeah, that's true. I'm very excited for that. So if you don't have tickets yet, 923WIL.com will also have your chance with the big three at eight o'clock to win a four pack of Parmalee tickets. Stay here. It's 923WIL. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Good news, Casey. Single game Cardinals tickets for the 2023 season will go on sale Friday morning. Wow. Excellent news. And a special multi-game ticket sale is being held today. Oh! Starting at 10 a.m. You know, I feel like we just stopped talking about baseball. If you're asking me, honestly, I feel like it never went away. Well, you know, it is sports. I mean, we do have to kind of talk about baseball every once. We only have, you know, we've only got the Cardinals and the Blues. And I guess the Battle Hawks are coming. And soon we'll be talking about a soccer team. So that's cool. What would you call me? Like your resident face level fan? Like your surface level fan? <laughs> she knows the least, but she's doing the most. I, I No, I, I think you've, I mean, you've gone to more Blues games than I have this True. year. So uh, yeah, I would, I would say that you're, you're the average fan, I would say in St. Louis. Better than I expected. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so you can buy multi-games today. That's uh, tickets to three or more games. So if you want to feel like you're kind of a season ticket holder, you can get three or more games today in a multi-ticket deal. Uh, they're saying the tickets start as low as $6 for some of those games. So That is... Great, but snag those tickets. Yeah, pretty affordable. Uh, the Cardinals will have one series with every major league team and will host eight American League teams at Bush Stadium this year, including the Yankees. The Cardinals open the season against the Toronto Blue Jays on March 30th. And also some Cardinals news. Dexter Fowler will be retiring at the age of 36 after 14 years in the league. Fowler arrived in St. Louis in 2017 on a five-year $82.5 million deal. I think uh, he was traded to the Blue Jays where he was sent down to the minors. And I think he's like, I'm, you know what? I'm good. I'm going to call Honestly, it what a way to call it quits though. Because here's the thing. I love someone that just slides under the radar. Like you got your 82 mil <laughs> yeah. and you got out yeah. and it yeah. took like 14 years, but that's fine. Cause now you're in your late thirties and you can raise your family and just 
hang. Yeah, Dexter was a solid. He was a solid baseball player for many years. He just kind of was a little wavy there towards the end. Right. But uh, he's a stand-up dude. He's an awesome guy. So uh, all the best to him and his family. And Damar Hamlin is kickstarting a campaign to spread CPR awareness and training following his on medical or his on-field medical scare earlier this month. Casey, do you know CPR? No, but that's something I need to get done. Yeah, and I think that that this will be kind of fast-tracking it for a lot of people. The Buffalo Bills Safety announced the move on Instagram saying, once again, I want to thank everybody for their love and support over these past few weeks. As you know, CPR saved my life earlier this year on the field and CPR could easily save your life or someone that you love. So, Do you know it? I, you know, I had to be a camp. I was a camp counselor no, back in that college. that does not count. And it's we need changed. To- it's changed since the whole, like you don't touch mouths anymore. Yeah. It's basically just chest compressions. That's great news for me. And when I start choking on these donuts, we need to we need to learn some CPR because if it happens, you and I are in here alone. Yeah, that's the Heimlich. I'll just squeeze you Whatever very tightly. Whatever the CPR needs to be, it's fine. Uh, the Blues will play on Saturday. Uh, puck drop at seven against the Coyotes in 13 days till pitchers and catchers report for Cardinals spring training. Trending now. It's keeping up with Casey on 92.3 WIL. Have you ever considered how you would find out if your significant other was cheating on you? Mm, No. What would be the thing that gave it all away? Have you heard the story of Shakira's recent breakup? I haven't. Please enlighten me. I don't know how recent it is, but it definitely happened in 2022. Shakira needs no introduction. Everyone knows who she is. She was traveling for work with her kids. And when she got home, she couldn't help but notice that her personal strawberry jam in the fridge had been eaten. Her husband doesn't eat this jam. And he told her that he didn't have any company over while she was gone. Huh. And she knew that he was a liar because the jam was all gone. Because of the jam? Because the jam was all gone, and she was right. There had to have been other things as well in there, I would imagine. It was not too long after that that fans found out as they were watching his, um, like, a Zoom call that he had. It was like a public Zoom. You know, sometimes celebrities will be on Zoom, and they will, um, like, fans can watch it. Oh, yeah. They eagle eye spotted another girl in the background <laughs> at Shakira's house. Jeez. And that other girl also turned out to be the woman from Set Affair. That's crazy. She found out from the jam. From the jam. And the like, fans were like, hey, actually, we we saw something suspicious. Now that you mention it. It's funny because I never I never view celebrities as going into the refrigerator and eating anything. Right, me either. Like they just have a personal chef at all times who cooks them meals. The fact that she's making herself some peanut butter and jelly sandwiches at some point is funny to me. The fact that her husband, who knows who he is, I don't know. I'm sure some people do. Yeah. Was having someone over. Not only are you doing Shakira's man, you're eating Shakira's jams (laughs) on top of it. Yeah. That means she stuck around for a little bit. Absolutely. She was like in the house making herself at home. She She knew where things were hate that. Shakira is now making a couple public comments, essentially just saying that she's extremely uncomfortable with the fact that she's got kids with this person and a stranger has been in their house for a significant amount of time. Yeah. But yeah, isn't that a crazy story? I bet there are other people out there with stories like this of the way they found out that Ish was going down. Yeah, yeah. In the most 
unique way. Yeah, it's it's just a little tiny little change in the day mm-hmm. or in the in the pantry or whatever. Mm-hmm. Something's in a different spot, and you're like that. That doesn't happen. That's my husband cheating on me. Yep. <laughs> if you have a story, I'm not saying you necessarily have to like out anybody or anything, but I mean. I think it would be hilarious to know. Yeah. 314-954-9230. Real news is lame. This is unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Casey, would you want to go back to high school knowing what you know now? Yeah, I'd be giving the middle finger left and right. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> so you want to go back with vengeance? I think with- just knowing what I know now, yeah. I could have gotten through it. A little bit with some more sleep at night. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like this doesn't really matter. Not a whole lot of weight it on this. Doesn't matter. You know? Hey, if you're on your way to high school, there's not a lot of weight on that. Especially when it comes to like personal relationships. Now your academics, that's a different story. Here's the thing. Have fun, get good grades, be nice, and that's literally it. Yes. Kind of reminded me there's this assistant coach of a girls JV basketball team in Virginia. She's twenty two and was missing a player at the game the other night. So she decided to play the 14-year-old girl oh and gosh. play in her place. Oh, my God. Her name is Arlisha Boy- Boykins, and she's 22. She was impersonating a 14-year-old who was out of town and wasn't able to play. That's actually low-key hilarious. <laughs> like, hey, coach, just slide on in. It's fine. What's better is that, you know, if you're... If you're undercover, if you're not supposed to be in a place, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to draw a lot of attention. Sure. Nah. Nah. She was a ballin' <laughs> in this game. There's video of her just going wild on these 13, Freshman. 14-year-old girls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. After word got out, she was canned by the school, of course. Uh, several other coaches, including the head coach of the JV and varsity teams, were also let go because they let it happen. <laughs> yeah. The girls on the team decided to opt out the rest of the season. What happened here? Uh, the dad of the thirteen or the fourteen-year-old who was being impersonated was not amused, saying, "Coaches always always preach about integrity." So I was shocked. No, I think. Oh my gosh, I think if that happened at my school, we'd every parent in the stands would be snickering. Yeah, it would be so funny. Yeah, it would be funny. And if she's balling out there, shut up and sit back. <laughs> we got this in the bag. I always go back to this ESPN Peyton Manning commercial where he's playing football with kids, like yes. teaching them and just like slamming <laughs> them to the ground and slamming the football to the ground. Uh, there was another story last week about a 29-year-old who forged documents so that she was able to attend classes at a high school. Wow. She eventually got caught. See, but was high school that good? No, see, she had definitely weird intentions. But if you're doing something like impersonating your own students in their game yeah. just to get through the night so you don't have to forfeit because, like, you don't have enough players there or something, girl, the creativity, I commend it. <laughs> I don't see anything wrong. There's a lot of uh, – so we've been fooled many times. Like, Ashley Tisdale was 20, uh, 20 uh, in High School Musical. She was 20 years old. I think the uh, Monique – the one of the other stars, she was literally 30. Yeah. Chase Stokes, John B playing a 17-year-old, guys 29. Yeah. There's a lot of that. The cast of 21 Jump Street, uh, the remake with Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill. Dave like Franco's 40. 26. Uh, there was actually a cast member who was 31. Uh, the Johnny Pemberton, he was one of the like the like Channing Tatum's nerdy guys crew. Uh, but yeah, that happens a lot. I I, I can like you see you say. 
29-year-old going back to high school, but it's totally possible. I feel like you can absolutely blend yeah. in. I'd go back to high school. I might. Yeah, but you probably school. would go back to high school because you like loved it. <laughs> and you would do it all the same. It was only really good junior and senior year when I figured it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get your bearings. And student council on the right. dance committee, you know? Uh, go check out the story. I posted it on the Facebook page, 92.3 WIL. You're just a regular Zach Norris. <laughs> it's Remy and Casey. Conspiracies. Casey, we need to talk about Bigfoot. You know my feelings about Bigfoot and Sasquatch? No. I'm a believer. <laughs> <laughs> of course you are. And so this information that I was that I received this morning was jarring because it's something I never really thought about. But if you believe in Bigfoot, this may rock your world a little bit. So trigger warning. I don't know anyone who believes in Bigfoot. I mean, I guess I know you, but yes. that's where it ends. There's a whole, there's a group of us. We call ourselves the Sasquatchers. <laughs> <laughs> a new study may have figured out what Bigfoot really is. And the answer is something that definitely does exist. A lie. A data analyst took a list of all the reported Bigfoot sightings in the U.S. and compared it to different animal populations. And it turns out the spots with the most sightings also tend to have the most bears, specifically black bears, like here in Missouri. But I thought Bigfoot was um, white. That's a Yeti. That's different. <laughs> That's in the Arctic. The link between the two is so strong, he even put a number on it. There's an average of one Sasquatch sighting for every 900 black bears in any given area. Black bears will often walk on their hind legs like humans. And that's the silhouette that people see when they're claiming to see a Bigfoot or Sasquatch. So you're saying... This is debunked. I think, which is unfortunate. Texas and Florida were the only states uh, where his formula didn't work. That's because, well, mainly Florida is weird, super weird. They've also got like alligators and stuff. Say what I want you to say. What? Get to the point. Say. Sasquatch is just a bear standing up on its hind legs. Sasquatch <laughs> is just a bear. And it's not real. It's not real. So are you proving this conspiracy wrong? Uh, but perhaps. There is a little part of me that still believes because things like the Loch Ness Monster see, still exist. No, see, we know what that is too. And it's a whale peen. <laughs> that Science is a, literally told us that about a year ago. That's a theory. There's another theory that it could be a giant eel. That's true too. But he says the odds of an eel that big hanging out at Loch Ness are pretty much zero. So it's probably just a whale peen. How are you? How are you gonna come up in here, get me all excited that you're gonna bring me a conspiracy just to say I believe in Bigfoot, and turns out he is not real. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it, it essentially boils down to Yogi Bear. So it's now it's just a dude, you know, a bear walking on its hind legs like a human. If you ever hear someone talk about Bigfoot, mm -mm, it's a bear. Get real. Remy told me so on the radio. Casey, it appears that we have forgotten. 
to mention one thing that uh, was uh, it's sports related. I think you forgot. Uh, I did forget. Well, I didn't forget. It just kind of came out in the last 15 minutes. Okay. But Tom Brady has made an announcement. He just posted up this video of him sitting on the beach somewhere. And here it goes. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. Gets a little emotional there. He does. It's uh, like he hasn't done this before. He does say in the video that because he kind of he kind of wasted his uh, his heartfelt goodbye last time he did this, so he's just literally just sitting on a beach right now and uh, press record. And there it is. Tom Brady is retiring. No major pomp and circumstance around it. Just. A guy on a beach. I do think, and as someone who knows nothing, I do think that we kind of knew this was coming, though. Like, after things went the way they did this season for him professionally and personally, I think we assumed. No, honestly, with the divorce and all of the things, I really feel like he was going to go another season just because he had the free time to do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Turns out, no. He's still talented. I just, it's probably better that he does retire, but uh, posted that video up on the Facebook page if you want to check it out there, 92.3 W-I-L. Remy and Casey. All right, time to play the big three. Allie and Belleville will be playing alongside Casey this morning. Three questions separate you from those Parmalee tickets. Are you ready to spin the wheel, Casey? Let's spin it! Today's game. Do you even DC, bro? Questions about our nation's capital. I thought it was about, like, the Marvel DC (laughs) universe. Oh, man. I was just in Washington, DC, and just filled with amazing fun facts that I found out while I was there. I don't think anyone in Missouri or Illinois DCs. You don't think? No. I... Rare. (laughs) Rare occasion, especially during the winter, I will say that. All right. Allie, you're going to be playing along with Casey. You kind of keep track of how many you think she's getting right. And at the end, we will reveal the answers and how many Casey got right. (sighs) If you guess correctly, you'll get those Parmalee tickets. Are you ready? Question one, Mm. Casey. John Quincy Adams had an alligator he kept in a bathtub. It was a gift from Revolutionary War hero Lafayette. Herbert Hoover's son also had a couple of alligators, too. What number president was John Quincy Adams? Fifth. I don't feel confident in that, but the number five really (laughs) just slapped me in the face. I knew you were taking me down these rabbit holes for no reason. (laughs) All right. Is that your final answer? Five. Okay. Question number two. The Declaration of Independence was signed in Philadelphia in the year 1776 at Independence Hall. What building in Washington, D.C. did Nicolas Cage steal the declaration from in the movie National Treasure? Where it was kept in all the vaults and all the... uh, What is that building called? I don't know. He was there for like a gala and there was a gift shop. Yeah. It was not the Congress Library of Congress. (laughs) (laughs) It was the National Museum of Our Nation's Artifacts. 
Okay. And documents. It was the National Museum of Documents. That's all I'll say. The National Museum of Documents. All right. Question number three. This president is honored with a towering obelisk on the National Mall. While it's tall, it's about 100 feet shorter than our Gateway Arch. Name this structure. What's an obelisk? That's like, part of the question. that. That would give it away. And it's almost as big as the arch? Almost. What's an obelisk? Is it like their body? Because <laughs> I'm imagining a massive George Washington. <laughs> the reason why I included the word obelisk is because I knew you wouldn't know what it meant. <laughs> oh, it's that big pointy one. Hmm. Something memorial. The Washington Memorial, the Lincoln Memorial, the Kennedy Memorial. Lincoln. Lincoln. Lincoln, final answer? Yep. All right. Allie. Yes. From Belleville. How many questions do you think Casey got right today out of three? Um, I say two. <gasps> Allie's got that faith. Allie's got that faith. Okay. Two. You technically got them all wrong. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. John Quincy what? Adams was number six. Oh gosh. Oh, I was so close. You kind of got you kind of got the second one. The Declaration of Independence is currently housed at the National Archives Museum. Oh my gosh. You Not knew I was trying to say it. You could see it in my face. Museum of Documents, as Casey said. And the uh the Washington Monument. Oh, you're kidding me right now. An obelisk is like a... A tall pointy a thing? A tall pointy thing. Yeah. Mm. That's actually what it says in the in the dictionary. So. I could probably use that word. Uh, Allie, we'll still, give you, we'll still give you those tickets, but uh, Casey needs to brush <laughs> up on her. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Allie's still going to the show, and I need to go to our nation's capital because I, I don't know say, what the heck you were doing while you were there. Maybe you should uh, not make that a rare occasion. Make a little vacation, you know, this summer or something. No, we'll I think the- what I need to do is watch National Treasure again. There you go. Bring a Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Carly Pierce is exposing her fans' exes in the most hilarious way. So, of course, we know Carly Pierce, her song that's out right now is What He Didn't Do. She'll, she's not going to tell you what her man did to make them break up, but she'll tell you all the things he didn't do. Treat me right, put me first, be a man of his word, blah, 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 blah. The dishes. You know. Vacuum the Probably. <laughs> so she hops on TikTok and she's like, all right, send me all of the things your man didn't do. And that's the reason you broke up. I have a song out called What He Didn't Do. I asked a bunch of people on Twitter to tell me what their exes didn't do. And they delivered. <laughs> he forgot the kids at school. She, probably. <laughs> <laughs> she kept everything anonymous and classy, but still called everyone out the way it was meant to be. He didn't tell me about his stint in prison. True story. Yeah, that's a big thing to um, tell somebody about. He didn't like to shave or shower. That would have been no from day one for me. All kinds of things. He didn't sleep with me. He slept with my best friend. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. He didn't pick the kids up from school every day that week. He X, Y, and Z. It just gets crazier and crazier, so much so that she had to make a second video because she had even more people writing into her. That's crazy. I feel like (laughs) there could be several about me one time. I was waiting for our daughter to pick her up at school. And while I was waiting, I fell asleep in the car. That <laughs> happened to me. 
happened to me? We wake up so early in the morning and I'm just like sitting there scrolling through TikTok or whatever, fall asleep. And then I'm like 10 minutes late to pick up my kid and her and her teacher are sitting on the bench in the front of the school. And I'm like, I am so sorry. I'm just running late. I didn't want to admit that I fell asleep in the car. We're pretty off base here. This happened to me when I was the kid. My grandma was coming to pick me up. Woman fell asleep in the car line. (laughs) In the pickup line. We're not too far off base because I feel like that's one of the reasons why my wife could be like, yeah, he's just not, he's not fit to be a father. (laughs) No. (laughs) Either way, super funny what Carly Pierce is doing here. She's really leaning into the whole breakup artist. Yeah thing, which she has been for the past couple of years. And it's obviously working for her. She even made a statement recently that said, if she could go through a divorce every time she had to write an album, she'd be set. She'd be making millions. It's the country music algorithm. Remy and Casey. Well, here we are, February 1st. That means the Valentine's Day is just a couple weeks away. And of course, if you've got a significant other, it means something different to you than if you maybe have an ex- like we were just talking about with Carly Pierce. <laughs> yeah. If you've got an ex you want to get back at or you're going to be single because of this person on Valentine's Day. So we've talked about this in the past. There are several zoos around the country that you can buy a cockroach and name it after your ex. And they will then feed it to a hungry lizard. This is still so strange to me. <laughs> well, it's a good way for the zoo to make money, make a little bit of extra money. So I get supporting yeah. that. But I feel like it's kind of, it's overdone at this point. Yeah. So I thought of maybe some other ways that you could get back at your ex ah. for Valentine's Day. Mm, okay. Um, and my, my top choice, I feel like you could hire a mariachi band or some super embarrassing singing telegram to show up and play at your ex's place of work. And <laughs> spill all the tea. <laughs> yeah, it'd be super it'd be funny to have a custom mariachi band sana, song. Sana, sana, <laughs> you never took out the trash. Sana, <laughs> yes, love it. Also, there's another one that I, I might be overused as well, but if you're anything like me and you've got a phobia for glitter, a glitter bomb perfect for your ex. Send it to their house. They open it up. Glitter dust everywhere. I love that. Like I don't have anyone in my life that I feel like I would send a glitter bomb to at this point, but in the past, this is absolutely something I would have done. Do you have any ways to get back at exes, Casey? Um, I guess I definitely have things I've done. If we're trying to get on the petty side, So I was always partial to keeping some of their clothes without saying anything after we broke up. And then, you know, right when they least expect it, you cut that into a little crop top or you make a little (laughs) mini skirt out of it and then you wear it around town. You know they're out that night with their friends. Yeah. It's mine now, girl. Or um, my girlfriends used to like let me borrow their boyfriends for a second and take a picture of like our beers cheersing with just like his hand in the oh, picture yeah, that's or like good. him from behind so you can't really tell who it is uh-huh. in the photo and then post that online on Valentine's Day. This year is better than the rest. Hashtag subless. Wow. That's actually a really good idea because uh-huh. I feel like that's the Gen Z way is right. to at least there's like the soft launch where you just see the guy's back of his head or his hand or whatever or his hand like leading you in a very exotic location. Yeah, you're getting back at your guy, but also you can really just go home and eat in a whole Emo's pizza by yourself. Yes. 
there's a petty, a woman that posted her petty story on here. She said,、uh, I found out my ex was cheating on me the day before he left on a guy's trip to watch a NASCAR race. So I got up that morning as if everything was fine. I baked him an apple turnover for breakfast, but I filled it with laxative pills, which I crushed up and put in the filling. Love. <laughs> I think anything with a laxative involved is so funny. <laughs>、yeah. uh, needless to say, he was probably、uh, in the bathroom a lot at that NASCAR race.、Dying. We were just talking about petty ways to get back at your ex on Valentine's Day, and we came up with some pretty funny ones.、Uh, there was a woman that commented says, My mom showed up to her divorce hearing dressed in a full clown costume.、Uh, we had it from Halloween. She said the judge was not amused. He demanded to know why she was dressed that way. And without a beat, my mom replied, Our whole marriage was a joke. Why shouldn't our divorce be one too? Oh <laughs> my gosh. I love it. If there's, anything,、uh, if there's anything petty that you think, you, or maybe you've done to an ex, leave us a note on the Facebook page and、uh, maybe we'll talk about that on the air. But yeah, Valentine's Day is coming up. So it's not just significant others for everybody. Uh, some people are, you know, going to be、uh, doing the single thing on Valentine's Day. So,、uh, also, could a new TikTok trend help you save $5,000 in just three months? Wait, TikTok for good? What's the catch? Well, I'll tell you with your unprofessional news next. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Casey, give me your best guess on this, and maybe you already know what it is. Tell me what the 100 envelope challenge is. 100 envelope challenge? Yeah, or just guess. The only thing that I can think of is like, you got to try and lick 100 envelopes. And I think that would be pretty, pretty hard to do. Gosh, that is such a TikTok challenge. What is it really? We're going to see how fast we can lick these envelopes.、Uh, the 100 envelope challenge is a way to save money. Oh. Yeah. Sure. This is a whole TikTok thing that's going around right now. And it seems awesome. Like, it just seems. Like a great idea. You get 100 envelopes, you number them one to 100. On day one, you put a dollar in the envelope. On day two, you put two dollars in the envelope. And you go till you have 100? So on and so forth. So by the end, you'll have $5,050 in 100 envelopes. Yeah, but, <laughs> but hang on. You're seeing all of the, at the, all end, of the catches. Yeah. The last 50 days is really rough. Like I got 50 plus a day. Yeah. I don't think so.、Uh, it's backloaded. So while it's workable for the first few weeks, by the final week, you're going to need $679. It's about $100 a day. I say let's not work that hard. Instead, let's maybe work up to 30 and then work backwards. Yeah. So make it a 60 day challenge、um, with less money at the end. But. At least you're trying. I do like TikTok for budgeting. There's, there are like people of all different careers on TikToks and they'll use their videos for educational purposes, which、yeah. I think is monumental. Yeah, I need that.、Uh, another flaw is that the money is not accruing any interest. So you're basically got, you've got this large sum of money just sitting in envelopes in your that house. That you've like already had anyway. Yeah. And with how easy it is to invest these days with a lot of the applications that you can use on your phone to just invest. Small amounts of money, you might as well just toss it in the stock market. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's also risky to have a bunch of envelopes with cash sitting around. <laughs> Can you imagine、yeah. just having $5,000 in envelopes in your house? And I'm also thinking, when do I have cash? I'm just one of those people that doesn't carry cash、yeah. at all. So when am I going to? You're telling me I got to go to the ATM every day and be pulling out cash just to shove it in envelopes that if my boyfriend finds out about, 
are going to be missing soon. <laughs> He's going to steal my money. Right. Uh, there's a, a few people that are doing a better version. You number the 100 envelopes, then you drop them in a box. Each week, you pick out two envelopes at random, and you save the money on just those two. After 50 weeks or about a year, you'll have the same amount. But it's not as like like the end of this challenge. You're shelling out hundreds of dollars every no. week. You know what I mean? So I'm doing something like this that I learned on TikTok. It's far less involved, but every time you get a paycheck, obviously, I'm sure a lot of people do this anyway, you take a certain percentage and put that in your savings yeah. towards a certain something. But each month, that amount goes up a little bit. Okay. So then by the end of the year, it's like maybe three or four times as much as you started with in January. I don't know. I think there are definitely cool tools for doing this on, learning this on TikTok, but that one I think is dumb. It just goes to show that- and if uh, you have a house fire, oh, <laughs> yeah. you'll be so upset. As Americans, we are terrible at saving money, so we need some sort of gimmick to get us to do it. And yeah. apparently putting your money in- Envelopes Putting your way. money in envelopes and <laughs> deleting that Amazon app off your phone. That's the best way to save money. I know. Delete Amazon, delete Target, uh, all the all the websites that take all your money. 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey. Now we're officially halfway past the week. At least we are. Yes. You and I. <laughs> I don't know about everybody else who's just getting their day started, but uh, we are on the way out. Congratulations to the new Queen of Hearts millionaire in Redbud. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually really pumped that it is somebody from Redbud because this, um, anything that's like small towny like this, yeah. that's been happening for months and months and months and months. It's just exciting to know that somebody that lives there and has probably gone every single week got to be the person that won it. Yeah, so if you don't know, there's a huge raffle in Waterloo last night. They've been doing this Queen of Hearts thing since March of last year. And I guess I, I also want to say shout out to the uh, Outsiders Bar. All for of the staff. It. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now they get a little bit of a break for a while uh, and, and recoup uh, over the last several months of chaos that's been ensuing there. Uh, we talked about how to get back at X's on Valentine's Day this year to make your Valentine's Day just a little bit better you have to spend it uh, on that single level. You can check out everything that you missed in the Remy and Casey Show podcast, and we will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Facebook at 92.3 WIL.